Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always an honor and a pleasure to have this man on. It's Dr. Ben Carson, former HUD secretary, world-renowned neurosurgeon. Ben, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing very well, Joe. Always good to be with you. It's an absolute pleasure, especially this time of the year. I just feel like your family. And I was talking about this earlier in my program. When you have Ben Carson on, and I teased this earlier on all the stations as well, you calm things down. Even, <laughs> even though I've seen you get riled up a little bit, I've seen you be very direct with people who ask you dumb questions, but you love the country so much and you've got such a, a, a solemn soul to, uh, about the love that you have for all of us, it really does calm things down. Have you always been that guy? Uh, no, no, I... <laughs> What, there was a time when I had a razor-sharp temper, but I've learned, and as far as America is concerned, you know, having been to 68 different countries and having lived overseas, I realize what a prize we have here, and, and that's why I'm really concerned about what's going on right now. I want to ask you a question because we went there once before, maybe two or three interviews ago, where you, your upbringing in Detroit, like you said, you did have an anger streak. You, you weren't always the, the good guy that we see now, and, and somehow you became that. We're seeing mobs of young black people, unfortunately, in big cities like Detroit and Chicago, Philadelphia, that don't seem to have the ability to stop doing what they're doing. And I think they're being egged on, to be honest with you, by the so-called black leaders. So why, as a child, did you make the switch and become the successful, incredible man that you are when you could easily have had the same mob mentality and taken bad advice? What happened? Well, there were two very major factors. Uh, number one, my mother uh, would not become a victim and she would not let us become victims. And she stayed on our backs and made sure that we pursued academics, even when we were terrible students. She was the one who was saying, you're not a terrible student. You're actually very smart. And she just stayed on our backs. And then, you know, having a relationship with my Lord and Savior. Yes. It makes a huge difference when you have a sense of what's right and what's wrong. Do, do you think, Ben, Marxists and far left-wing progressives have purposely taken that deity out, the, the higher power away? Oh, no question about it, because it's antithetical to their purposes. They want to be the primary source of everything. It's so sick, isn't it? Yeah. The, to have you depending on somebody else uh, is absolutely anathema to them and they will do everything they can to get rid of God. And you see that in the goals and the goals that were read into the uh, congressional record in 1963 of the communists, get God out of schools, get God out of the public square, get God out of people's lives because they want to be God. It's Dr. Ben Carson, AmericanCornerstone.org. Go, also go to LittlePatriotsLearning.com. Very important website as well. We'll get into that in earnest in a second. When I was a kid, I was in Long Island, New York. I wasn't the greatest kid, but I wasn't the worst kid. Um, but when I did something wrong, if my mother yelled out the window, Joseph John Pagliarulo, I, well, I was done. I was <laughs> like, I am in so much trouble. And then if she said this, wait till your father comes home. I mean, that was really a big deal. And I, I flew straight and narrow. I was afraid to, to walk out of line. And I know that there were a lot of single mom households in this country. I'm not against single moms. They're doing the best they possibly can. But the government can't be dead. And then you've got these so-called leaders in the community that aren't. They're out for money and fame and the spotlight. What do we have to do to make a switch like today, not a generation from now, but like today to make people realize your life is so much better if you stop doing these things and if you get with a value system that makes sense? Well, we have to be vocal about it. We have to talk about it. So often those who know the very things that you just expressed, they won't say anything. 
because they don't want to be ostracized. They want the, they don't want to be canceled. They don't want to be called a nasty name. And uh, so we basically turned the microphone and the stage over to the leftists. And uh, the, but the poor kids, that's all they're hearing. They're not hearing the other side. They're not seeing the other side portrayed in an appropriate way. That's the very same reason, quite frankly, that the left is so determined to keep Donald Trump out of the presidency again, because they saw what he did the first time. Yes. It was extremely good. And then they saw what happened with Biden. But they can say that's just sort of the natural swing of things that, you know, it's just the timing. But if Trump comes in again and does it again, it'll be a very long time before anybody will want to hear anything from the Marxists and the socialists. No, I'm with you. And that's why they're doing everything they can, like in Colorado. We'll get into that in a second. I've got a guy who calls my show all the time and he has for about 15 years. He lives in Houston, happens to be a black man. He's a little bit older than I am. We're very good friends. We've met in person several times. His name is AJ. He calls in every Monday at least, and he said this to me last time, and it, and it really grabbed my attention. He said, he, he calls me Big Time Motown Joe. Hey, Big Time Motown, if Donald Trump went to Chicago and walked through the north and south side, he would get more black vote than he's ever gotten in his life and that any Republican's ever gotten because those people are desperate for a leader to come in and say, I've got your back. You know, they're being inundated with illegal aliens. They're being inundated with a mayor who's a Marxist, this guy Brandon Johnson. And A.J. really believes that large black communities in this country would rally behind Trump. Do you believe that? I think A.J. is spot on. And you, you, you can already see the migration starting even without that effort being made. If, if, if Donald Trump makes that effort, I think it will pay huge dividends for him, but I think it also pay huge dividends for the black community yes. when they begin to recognize what really constitutes success. You have to realize that during Trump's uh, last administration, black home ownership reached its apex, and that is the key mechanism for the accumulation of wealth in this country, home ownership. The average homeowner, when I was secretary, was had a net worth of $200,000, the average renter $5,000. That's a 40-fold difference. That, that kind of thing makes a huge difference. And then there were several other things. You go back, and, and I think some people are starting to look at the things that were done, and they realize that was pretty nifty. Yeah. Well, I think that Marxists want, want people to believe that the American dream is having the government take care of you from cradle to grave. You and I know that the American dream is homeownership and having a, a successful career and, and a nice family around you and enjoying the holidays and the value system that we all have. They have to take that away because, as you said, it's about centralized power and control. Treat me like God, and I'll give you the food I want to give you. I'll give you the heat I want to give you. I'll give you the housing that I want to give you. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean freedom, Ben. It just no, doesn't. doesn't. And, and the people who say... You know, America is racist, and if you're black, you're not going to realize the American dream. What about the black Nigerians and the black Ghanaians and people who come here? There's no wealth gap with those people right? because they haven't bought into that kind of foolishness. And they they look around and they say, you mean all I got to do is get a good education? All I got to do is work hard? Are you kidding me? And they do it. AmericanCornerstone.org. He is the founder and chairman of the American Cornerstone Institute. Also, LittlePatriotsLearning.com. I want to bring up something. You and I don't watch Coco Melon, but this is a the, like the number one, I believe it's the number one kids show, and it's for very young kids, like one to five years old, on Netflix. The other day, they had a situation, an animated scene, where two dads, two men who are married, I guess, 
have a son and the son's doing a dance for them wearing a skirt. Ben, maybe maybe I've lost my mind. I've got a nine-year-old, and I make sure that she doesn't watch this show. But is this not them just trying to show little tiny form, forming minds that it's cool, it's normal, it's the absolute norm to have two dads, and it's the norm for a little boy to wear a skirt? I mean, we are literally indoctrinating from almost birth now. Uh, that is exactly what they're trying to do. And, you know, they're destroying the American family. The family is the basic unit of a strong society. That's where values get passed on. And if you can destroy that traditional nuclear American family, you can easily destroy the rest of the country. And you can see how rapidly we're going down the tubes. But I don't think it's too late to change it. In fact, I have a book coming out next year called The Perilous Fight, The Wanton Destruction of the American Family and how we can fight against that. We're going to have to do it. And if we don't, we may as well just throw the towel in. Well, you're not allowed to, to quote the national anthem, though, Ben. You can't say the perilous fight. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's somehow racist to say the, the, the perilous fight. It is uh, Dr. Ben Carson, of course, that Dr. Ben Carson, AmericanCornerstone.org. I went to Coco Melon because I want to go to the other side and, and completely you know, open people's eyes to what you do with Little Patriots Learning. Um, this is, is it a book set? Is it a video set? It's for children, right? It's an online uh, learning program teaching children about our values and our history, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But, of course, there's a lot more good than there is bad and ugly. Yes. It's free of charge. Uh, it, it has uh, the manuals that you can get. It has books that you can get. Uh, there's cartoons that are made to go with the series. So it really uh, emphasizes what's being taught. And the key thing here, hear this well, it's free. Nice. When you look at it, you're going to say, how can they do all of this for free? Because they are patriotic Americans who are underwriting the cost of it because they want to make sure that we have an antidote for all of this indoctrination that's going on to, for our children. LittlePatriotsLearning.com, LittlePatriotsLearning.com, go there. And as he said, it's absolutely free. Why wouldn't you go there? Ben, what do you think this, this ruling out of Colorado was for? They, they actually stayed their own ruling. They didn't take them off the ballot. They made the ruling 4-3, to three, which was ridiculous. There's no insurrection. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. Um, but they made this ruling to keep Trump off the, prim- the primary ballot, then stayed their own ruling until the day before the deadline. And you know Trump is going to go to the Supreme Court. Is this... Do you think because they think people will believe Trump was taken off the ballot? What, what was this, this whole move about? Do you know? Well, they, they want people to think that he has been charged and found guilty of insurrection, even though that hasn't happened. Because you have to realize there are a lot of low information people out there yes. uh, who will just listen to certain uh, news outlets and accept what's being said rather than analyzing for themselves what's going on. People who understand our system recognize that this very kind of thing that Benjamin Franklin was talking about when he came out of the Constitution Hall in 1787, and he was asked, sir, what do we have here, a monarchy or a republic? He said, a republic, if you can keep it. If we can keep a system where the people have representatives and they're able to express their will through their representatives, then we will be safe. But this court system has tried to remove the power of the people. And the power of the people is what will save this country. 
I couldn't agree more. It's Dr. Ben Carson. Doc, when you were at HUD, by the way, I think I've told you this before, I thought you would be Health and Human Services, but uh, you at HUD and the work that you did was amazing. The private-public partnerships to revitalize areas and give people a chance to go and get a better place to live was a very, very wise thing. And I love that. I I didn't realize until you and I spoke about it in person that it's because of where where your upbringing was. You wanted to make sure people had a better opportunity than you had. And and that makes a lot of sense. And it really, really worked. But here's the question. Were Were we good enough at telling people how good your work was, how good Trump's work was with the Second Chance Act? I mean, I don't know that we were smart enough and loud enough and vocal enough and proud enough patting ourselves on the back, were we? Uh, certainly not to the extent that the other side does. <laughs> right, because that's all they do. Yeah, and we have a, a lot of incredible things that that we could crow about. You know, the very fact that we were able to get the finances under control at HUD, which which you know was a perennial violator of just about everything. And you always heard these stories about the billions of dollars that were being wasted or couldn't be found at HUD. You don't find those stories anymore a year right. and a half into the Trump administration. That's true. Yeah, it, what, what blows my mind is that is that people didn't realize what it was that you were doing. And you're, you're, you shouldn't be. I don't know how you are, but you're kind of a humble guy. Trump isn't. But, uh, but I think he was busy, you know, uh, dealing with Jim Acosta and people like that. Should there be another Trump administration? I hope to God there is. You're going to be involved? I hope you will. Well, in one way or another, I will be because, you know, the reason that that I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I'm concerned about the direction of the country. It would be much easier and much more fun to be playing golf and cruising around the world and just enjoying the fruits of my past labors. And you've earned it. But I can't do that watching what's going on. It wouldn't be any fun. Any chance that you'd be the vice president? Ben, let's break some news. Come on. Here's the news. We got to get Trump back in office. Everything okay. else is a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you had, as Dr. Ben Carson, follow him everywhere. Make sure you go to AmericanCornerstone.org and get these free these free lessons, littlepatriotslearning.com. Go to that website right now. When, when, um, when you take a look at the direction of the country, can we specifically say Joe Biden did this or uh, fill in the blank of Biden administration person? Or do you think do you think Obama's pulling the strings? Do you think the WEF is pulling the strings? Who's making this happen? I don't think it's Biden. You and I have talked about this. There's a cognitive decline that it would be ridiculous to not look into a diagnosis possibly of dementia. It's not him. Who's doing this? Well, no, clearly there are those who have agendas. Uh, again, you go back and look at uh, the congressional record, January the 10th, 1963, 60 years ago. And it was read in by Congressman Herlong of, of Florida, the 45 goals of communism in America. You can see all of these things that are happening in that document. This has been long time planning. And there are those who think that this is all of recent origin just with this present administration. No, they're the ones who are pulling the trigger, but the gun's been loaded for a long time before that. Is the first thing that gets them their goal making people hate America or is the first thing making some people feel oppressed and then blaming some others that are supposedly the oppressors? Because this is what Obama was really, really good at dividing us. Jimmy Carter did a pretty good job at dividing us, but Obama really, really good at dividing us. Is it about oppressed versus oppressor? Is it about I hate the country, but I have to be here? What is it? Well, if you go back and you look through history of countries that became communist, socialist, Marxist company, countries, what do they always do? They divide the people. Yes. Look back at the uh, Chinese Cultural Revolution. 
they said it's the rich people who are causing this problem. And they enlisted the young people against the rich. And the young mobs would go up into the rich neighborhoods and destroy and pillage. And the police just stood and watched. Does that sound a little bit familiar? Yeah, it does. It sounds exactly familiar. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, you do believe, like I do, that we still can turn it around. I absolutely believe we can turn it around. Because look what's happening with the polling. How all these indictments and everything that they're doing to Trump just has his numbers go up. That means the American people are smarter than those people who are trying to manipulate the system. And they didn't count on that. They counted on people just being sheeple and listen to what they said and say, oh, he's a criminal. He's terrible. Let me go over here. That's what they were counting on. American people are much smarter than they think they are. Thank God. It is uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Really appreciate you coming on, my friend. AmericanCornerstone.org is the website. For the Little Patriots program, go to LittlePatriotsLearning.com. And when you've got the perilous fight ready to go, let's come back on and, and push that book. All right, Ben? Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Merry Christmas to you. Right. Take care. Thank you so much. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pegg Show. It's an absolute pleasure to have Dr. Ben Carson on. If you missed any part of that, you can actually watch the interview. You see Ben, you see me uh, over on Rumble, rumble.com slash Joe Pags, rumble.com slash J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go there, go check it out. And again, the website uh, is right there on the screen the entire time. Go get the Little Patriots program because, again, it's free. You can't beat the price of it. And it's going to be a great alternative that is based in family values, in American values, traditional values. You're not going to get a bunch of wokeism from Dr. from Dr. Carson. He is with you. He is with me trying to make sure we save this country. Go to JoePags.com, JoePags.com. Click on the Rumble link there. It'll be up way after the show tonight, probably late tonight. And also while you're there, click on all the social media. You can scroll down to the bottom and send me an email if you'd like uh, to the Joe Pags Show. Got a lot more program coming your way. Keep it right here on a Thursday on the Joe Pags Show. This is the Joe Pegg Show.